0: Hello world, I'm Rochelle Indra, a life coach here to teach you the shit they should have taught us in school but didn't. Our society has a vested interest in keeping you stuck and unhappy so that you will try to buy your way out of it. But that's where I come in. I'm here to teach you how to give them all the middle finger. Week by week, I'll share bite-sized strategies on tackling overwhelm, onboarding good habits, creating boundaries, and actionable steps to rewire your brain to actually work for you instead of against you. Are you a woman who's been wanting to do your inner work? You've been wanting to work through childhood trauma, ancestral trauma, wanting to find a way to be 10% happier, wanting somebody to tell you the things that you don't already know that will just, boom, spark the right idea? then think about joining the Sisterhood Group Coaching. If you're looking for accountability to stay on task with the things you are wanting to learn, if you're wanting that nudge in that right direction and a sense of community, other women who are doing this work alongside of you, then I highly recommend you stop this recording right now. We'll be here waiting. This podcast will always be here for you. And go sign up for the Sisterhood Group Coaching. Join us. You deserve it. Are you giving yourself time to be a shithead or are you so busy doing the work, doing the inner journey, healing your inner child, being your best self that you aren't actually being in the present moment? So a few weeks ago, I had a long day of seeing clients all day and I was going out with some girlfriends for dinner. And I arrived late, and they were already sitting there together, and there was a girl there that I didn't know. And I was super mad about the traffic, and so I was being a shithead about that. And then there was this person I was mad at, and I was just being an absolute judgmental bitch about that. And there was somebody at the table next to me that was annoying me, and I was rolling my eyes and, you know, just being silly and an asshole, a shithead, if you will, and I don't know what sparked it, but the woman at the table that I didn't know asked me what it was I did for a living, probably because I was talking about sync clients or something. And she said, what do you do for a living? And this is always an awkward part after I've just been my shithead self to be like, oh, I'm a life coach. The good news is people usually laugh at whatever it is that I was just saying or doing that was like wildly inappropriate and then turn around and I'm like, I'm a life coach. But that's just the thing. I'm also a shithead. I'm also sometimes a very shitty person. I'm a shitty person to myself. I'm a shitty person in my life. I'm a shitty person to other people. And as much as there's a part of me that's like, oh, I want to be enlightened and I want to be my best self. And I want to be all these things and I want to rise above and I want to see the good in everybody and everything. I'm also human. I'm also a 41 year old woman living in America, living in this very real tactile life that we have and a patriarchy under capitalism. Like there's all these things that go into our everyday life. And I wanted to make sure that we did a podcast episode on making sure that we are allowing ourselves to sometimes be a shithead and not be moving forward. And I know, as a life coach, this is probably the weirdest thing I could talk about of saying, hey, maybe sometimes you don't do your work. Maybe sometimes you shouldn't do your work. Maybe sometimes you need to take a break from doing the work and just allow yourself and to forgive yourself for when you are the shithead you, stop having shame about the shithead parts of you. So often we can sort of be addicted to self-help. We can be addicted to moving forward. We can be addicted to being the best version of ourselves. Believe you me, we can be addicted to podcasts, to books, to retreats, to workshops, to video courses. We can be addicted to constantly trying to better ourselves. And nobody knows this better than me, right? This is what I do. This is what I spend my time doing and what I make a living doing. So I get it. But I have to watch this in myself too. It's probably why I talk to you guys about having sex in Europe or smoking weed or like all these other things because I too am just a person just trying to exist in the world even though I'm constantly doing my work and helping people and being surrounded by people who often are trying to do their work. But we can become just as addicted to doing our work as we can to alcohol or to drugs, to numbing out from doing our work, the same can apply to us of diving so deep into doing our work that we are not living in the present moment. Right? Sometimes we... Are thinking, oh, well, when I just get to this place, when I just get through my childhood trauma, my ancestral trauma, my breakup, my emptiness syndrome, the death of my parents, whatever it is that we are constantly saying, oh, at that later date, at that later time, I am then going to be happy. I am then going to understand myself. I am then going to be enlightened or better or fixed or whatever it is that we're saying. It's always right. That future, future, future date. I'm going to get there. And maybe you will get there and maybe you won't get there. Maybe you'll get further than you could have imagined. Maybe you're not going to get half as far as you imagine in this lifetime. All those things get to be okay. And you get to take breaks. You get to take breaks from doing the work to make sure that you are living in the present moment that you are enjoying your life now and not constantly, constantly trying to fix yourself or others. I know when doing my work, I have to make sure that I am grounding into the work that is for me and not just immediately having an epiphany and then think, I got to make a TikTok about it. I'm going to help this person with it. Oh, I've got that's for the client. Oh my gosh, I'm going to do a month on that in the membership. Oh, I got to make sure I tell this person that and say, okay, I'm going to block everybody and everything out, and I'm going I'm to do my work. But also, sometimes I just am a shithead. Sometimes I'm a bad person. Sometimes I make bad choices. A lot of times I make bad choices. A lot of times I make bad choices I don't realize are bad choices until later. Sometimes I know they're bad choices as I'm making them. And I don't mean like once in a while, like sometimes I am making bad choices that are several months long. I did this recently. Um, I was telling Lindsay, my best friend about this, where she's like, Ooh, you sure this is a good choice? And I was like, no. No, this is a terrible choice. I am making a terrible choice and I'm deciding to do it anyways. And she is the best friend in the world. So she's like, ride or die, no problem. You're going to make that choice as long as you know about it and you're aware you're making a bad choice. I'm with you. And that bad choice lasted like two and a half months. And we just communicated about it. Right? I was aware. She just wanna make sure like that I was aware that I was making this choice. I was like, Yeah, this is going to end badly. Yes, this is not going to be something that's gonna probably benefit me. Yes, I believe that there is learning in everything, but like eh, probably setting myself up for this to go really, really badly. And yet I'm making that choice anyways. And that's okay. And that's okay. And sometimes we just have to turn off completely. I am somebody who believes very, very much in therapy and I go see a therapist on and off whenever I get to a place where I can't work through my own shit, can't figure it out myself, I can't figure it out with girlfriends, I can't figure it out with my partner when I'm in a relationship. And so I say, okay, I'm going to the experts. Let's, let's bring in the big guns. Here we go. So I go to therapy for a little while to work through that thing or to see what else is coming up for me. And several years ago, I was going through something big and I just went to my therapist and I said, I'm not going to come anymore for a while. And she was like, uh, we're like in the deep bowels of this. And I was like, I know, I know we are. And I think I need a break. And then I think I need to do my work alone for a little while. And she was great. She was like, I support you if that's what you want go for it. I don't recommend it. I think you should stay in therapy a little longer while we work this out. And I said, I get that. Absolutely. I get that. I probably should. And also I'm not going to, (laughs) I need a break. I've been here a while. I've been doing my work for so long and I just need a break. I just need time to exist and to just live my life and not be constantly trying to be my best self. And then I also needed to do my work myself. This is one of the reasons why I think it's so great to take the months off that I do from seeing clients, not only for myself and to recharge as we've talked about, but also for them. I think it's also a really good reminder to my clients. Maybe you're not going to appreciate this if you are one of my clients and you listen to this, but I, I do believe that it's also good to take a break and remind my clients that they can do this without me that they're learning tools, they're learning tips and tricks and hopefully deeper things about themselves, but that they have those things with them all the time and they don't necessarily always need me. And I, I take the three months off and some people come right back, which is wonderful and I miss them and I'm so excited to see them again. They come right back when I come back to seeing clients again. And some have move on some have gotten everything they need they take a look at their life and realize i'm doing pretty good i don't think i need this right now maybe they'll come back later maybe i'll never see them again they realize that they have what they need for where they are in their life just then. And I love that. I absolutely love that. I don't anticipate having clients that I see every two weeks forever. That is not what I hope for. I hope that they take the things they learn and then are able to manage their life themselves, able to use the tools that they've learned, implement them, things like that. So I just want to challenge you on that too, because I know if you're a listener to this, you're either A, my father, B, one of my ex-boyfriends, or C, somebody who really likes doing their work. And honestly, my dad's in that category too. So it's really just the ex-boyfriends that are probably like, I'm really not here for the work. I'm more here for the gossip. Uh, So I, I think it's important that we talk about this and we check in with ourselves and say, am I getting addicted to the work? Am I getting addicted to always trying to better myself and never then living in the present moment or checking in to see, do I have all the resources and things I need now? Doing our work can often lead into toxic positivity where we just say, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get better. I'm going to ignore this problem that I'm having. And I'm just going to lean into this book that's going to help me, save me, fix me right? This podcast, this life coach or therapist or guru or whoever it is that they're going to help fix or save me, right? That toxic positivity, it's out there. They're going to be the one. And maybe you need to take a break from this podcast. Good Lord, I hope you don't, but maybe even just a break from this sometimes I would understand and welcome. We so often can get that addiction to the next book, the next retreat, the next video course. All these things are going to be the one that makes the difference. And maybe it will, but maybe it won't. Maybe you do need time to take that break and just be in the present moment with yourself and your resources and the things you've learned. Plus, you know, every resource you have has different ways you should implement the things in your life. And we retain 20% of, if we're lucky, of the books we read, the retreats we go to, maybe the podcasts we listen to, and to really say, what is resonating with me? What's sticking with me? What habits am I ready to change? Because I'm not going to change all of them. I mean, by the way, if you are watching this on YouTube, you will see that I always have an incredibly messy office because keeping my house clean is something I have given up on. I mean, it's not like horrific. I mean, some of this is Europe packing in the background, but there's things that I give up on because I'm doing these other things that are important to me. So some things are going to fall by the wayside and that's okay. We don't always have to be our best self and doing our best thing at all times. So I wanted to make sure that I brought that aspect up too. What are just the few, few things, one, three things maybe that you are working on, whether that's habits or trauma or foundational things. And by the way, if you're working on trauma right now, if you are working through something that happened to you that was traumatic or inner child work, like you're doing a big task, maybe don't also worry about whether or not you're drinking that eight ounces of water in the morning. Maybe don't worry about habit stacking. Maybe don't worry about changing careers right now. Maybe don't worry about your relationship so much. If you're getting divorced right now. Hey, maybe this is not the time to also start an exercise routine. Maybe this is the exact time to do it, but maybe it's not. So being gentle with yourself about that. And the other thing I wanted to bring up, and I know I've said it a million times so far <laughs> on this episode, but I really hate when we say getting to a higher self, getting to a better version of myself. Like we're going somewhere. Like what we have right now inside of us is not enough and we have to get somewhere else. My clients use this all the time. Clearly I slip into it too, because it's just the vernacular that we have in American society for doing our work, right? It's self-improvement, self-help, higher self, better self, better version of me. And I think that that is all bullshit. Because we are never trying to get to another version of us. Because if we're getting to another version of us, then what are we stuck with right now? What if we can't get to that place? Then what? We're stuck with this bad version, this lower vibration person, this not good enough person, this shameful person? No. Fuck that shit. No. So I never let my clients say that. It just like nails down a chalkboard when I hear my clients say that because it's not true. The way I always like to look at it is that we are all like a flower that's closed up, right? Like a tight rose is how I always think of us. Well, maybe not a rose. I'm terrible with flowers because it has to be something that has like a stamen on the inside, Welcome to my elementary school plant learning. I swear to God, it's a stamen, I think. Well, hibiscus. Motherfucking hibiscus. I was just in Hawaii. Let's go with hibiscus. You know, hibiscus have that stamen, right? Jesus Christ. Whatever, that that little stick part in the middle that, oh God, you're so welcome for this. This is going so tragically, tragically wrong, but you know what I'm saying, right? So the hibiscus flower, it closes up at night, which I didn't really learn until I was in Hawaii this time. And I was out before the sun meditating on the beach. I know. So proud of me. Oh, oh, talk about your higher self. You know, fucking proud I was of myself meditating at sunrise. Good Lord. I was proud of myself. But I was walking through just like fields and fields of hibiscus uh, and it was pitch black out and they were all closed up. And that's how I think of us. We are not trying to get to somewhere else. Everything we need and want is already inside of us. We are that stamen in that middle. That is us. Absolutely perfect in every fucking way. And all we're doing is peeling back the leaves peeling back the armor of who we are not. We are absolutely born perfect. We are our most perfect selves, but we are that on the inside that most people don't get a chance to see because our life has made it so that we feel the need to put on armor, layers and layers and layers of armor against our parents, against our family members, society, mean kids at school, ex-lovers, ex-best friends, bosses, religion, like there's all these things that make us have to armor ourselves. And so all we are ever really doing when we are doing our work is peeling back that armor. And sometimes when I'm with a client, I feel like I'm watching it. I feel like I'm watching them just peel those petals away, those petals that of, of who they are not until they can get to a place where they can find who they are in the middle of that. So think of it that way next time you're thinking, oh God, I got to be the better version of myself, a higher vibration version, right? There's all these terms for how you can be better than the person you are now. Fuck that shit. Not true. You are perfect. Everything you want to be is inside yourself. And I don't mean that as some stupid fucking cliche. I mean that because I watch it. I watch it every day in clients. I watch it every day in my coaching group. I watch it in the comment sessions on my videos. I watch people have these amazing epiphanies because they peeled enough away or it has fallen away, it has crumbled away because it's not needed anymore. And boom, you get closer and closer and closer to who you really are on the inside. And sometimes it takes years, and sometimes it takes a plant medicine trip. Sometimes it just takes an epiphany. Sometimes it takes a prayer to God. Sometimes it takes a prayer to the universe, alignment feeling, sickness, whatever it is. Sometimes we just, we're there. And books are great. Podcasts with Rochelle Indra are spectacular. Retreats are awesome. I fucking say that one because Sean and I are doing one in fall. Retreats are amazing, but they're not everything and they're not going to fix you. They're not going to save you. They're not going to make you better. They're just helpers along the way. And if you want them and you enjoy them, you find them helpful, you can afford them, wonderful. And if none of that is true, you are still going to get to the place that you want to get to. You can still get there. You don't need all those things and you don't need all those things all the time. Because remember, you're that perfect little stamen inside. Love you guys. Hope this helps.